Welcome to the Homeschooling Homemakers Podcast, where it's time to embrace the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey of being a keeper at home, creating a space for your husband and children to thrive, all while keeping Jesus at the center of it all. Hi, I'm Chantel, wife to one, mama to three, and I'm here ready to share with you practical tools to help you thrive in the roles you were created for. This is a place for you to throw aside all distractions and run into true freedom and joy of serving your family well. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Homeschooling Homemakers Podcast. I am so excited that you are here. I get to share with you what the Lord spoke to me while doing my hair. Now, I'm very proud of myself because my hair is actually done, ready to go for Sunday service, Lord willing. And I usually try to get up and do it early in the morning, Sunday morning. But I'm feeling accomplished. However, while doing my hair, Holy Spirit was just speaking. I had my music playing um, songs that I I love to praise and worship to. But I turned it off because I was like, Lord, I want to hear. I want my ear to really hear what you're saying I want my heart to be in tune. And he just said, your ladder will be greater than your former. So I was like, okay, um, let me go and find that in Haggai chapter two and in verse nine, the glory of this ladder house shall be greater than of the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of Host. Now, in school, I didn't really care for history. However, homeschooling my kids, it's like one of the things that they love, history and geography. And it's one of the things that I'm finding that I'm starting to love as I dig deeper in my Bible to study, not only for myself, but to be able to teach my children. And I was like, okay, let me go back and review the the setting, the the place, the the time frame, what is going on in the background to lead up to this point. And just to give you a little timeline, this is when Babylon was overthrown. And then Cyrus's decree allowing the exiles to return. Now this, they give numbers. It says 539 BC and then 538. And then the temple construction begins. And then you move on a little bit. It says the temple work is halted. Then there's a nice gap, a little bit bigger. And then it says Haggai Zechariah becomes prophets, the temple work resumed, and then there's a smaller gap to the right of the timeline. It says temple completed. And the whole purpose um, of this book, the message is to call the people to complete the rebuilding of the temple. Now, we all know pressures, demands, expectations, and tasks 
push in from all sides. And sometimes our schedules can feel attacked or thrown off. Do this, be here, finish that, call them, return this call. It seems as though everyone wants what something from us, whether it's our family, our friends, employer, school, church, our extracurriculars that we're involved in. And soon there is little left to give. As we all know, we run out of time and we run out of energy. It's only so much you can do within a 24-hour period. And then we find ourselves, I know for me, rushing. And then in that rush of life, we only attend to the necessary things. And in that, I find that it's immediate and then it's urgent. Then we're impatient. And then... Eventually, all of that falls to the wayside. Our problem, my friend, is not the volume of demands or lack of scheduling skills, but values. What is truly important to us? Our values and priorities are reflected in how We use our resources, our time, money, strength, talents, you name it. But often our actions, they don't speak louder than our words. Usually it's the opposite. But when we're running depleted, when we're putting things that are not priority in the place of those things, That's what happens. We say God is number one, but then we relegate him to a lesser number on our what, our to-do list. So, centuries ago, a voice was heard calling men and women to the right priorities. Haggai knew what was important And what had to be done, he challenged God's people to respond. Now, this is where I want you to tune in. In 586 BC, the armies of Babylon had destroyed the temple in Jerusalem. This is setting, this is setting the stage so you can, so we can understand. Babylon had destroyed the temple in Jerusalem, God's house. The symbol of what? His presence. In 538 BC, King Cyrus decreed that the Jews could return to their beloved city and rebuild the temple. This is the timeline. So they traveled to Jerusalem and began to work. But this is what happened. Then they forgot their purpose and lost their priority as opposition brought the work to a stand still. Read Ezra chapter 4 verses 4 and 5. Then Haggai spoke, calling them back to God's value. Listen to this. It is time for you, O ye, to dwell in your houses And this house lie waste. 
question. Look at verse four in chapter one. The people were more concerned with their own needs than doing God's will. Y'all, that sounds so familiar. And as a result, they suffered. Then Haggai called them to action. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house and I will take pleasure in it and I will be glorified, said the Lord. And God's message through his servant Haggai became the catalyst for finishing the work. Now, y'all, although if you go and flip over to Haggai, just go and flip right now. Just get your Bible out. You got two chapters. Although this is a small book, it is filled with challenge and promise, reminding all of us of God's claim on our life and our priorities. As you read through it, imagine, just think of Haggai. Imagine him speaking directly to you. Imagine him walking the streets and alleys of Jerusalem, urging the people to get back to doing God's work. And I truly believe he's speaking to us today, urging us to reorder our priorities in accordance to God's will, not our will. The question I want to pose to you, what has God told you to do? Put all else aside. I encourage you to put it all aside. And do what he asked. Be obedient. See, God had given the Jews the assignment to finish the temple in Jerusalem when they returned from captivity. After 15 years, that's a long time, they still had not completed it. They were more concerned about building their own homes than finishing God's work. Haggai told them to get their priorities straight. It is easy to make other priorities more important than doing God's work, but God wants us to follow through and build his kingdom. Don't stop and don't make excuses. Set your heart on what is right and do it. Get your priorities straight. Haggai encouraged the people as they worked. Sometimes we just need a little push. We need a a good encouraging word to keep us going. He assured them of the divine presence of the Holy Spirit and of final victory and instilled in them the hope that the Messiah would reign. If God gives you a task, my friend, don't be afraid to get started. Just as he supplied the resources they need, he will do the same for you. His resources don't run out. They're infinite. God will help us complete whatever task that's before us by giving us encouragement from others 
along the way. The focus shifts from the local temple being rebuilt in Jerusalem to a worldwide reign of the Messiah on earth. If you go back, start at um, chapter 2, verses 6, the words, it is a little while, are not limited to the immediate historical context. They are referring to God's control in history. He can act at any time that he chooses. God will act in his time. And then in verse 7, I went back up. It says, I will shake all nations and the desire of all nations shall come. And I feel this house with glory said the Lord of hosts. His resources don't run out. When God promised to shake all the nations with his judgment, he was speaking of both present judgment on evil nations and future judgments in the last days. Listen to this part. The desire of all nations has two possible meanings. It could refer to the Messiah, Jesus, who 500 years later would enter the temple and fill it with glory and his peace. It could also refer to the riches that would flow into the temple given as an offering to whom? God's people. So listen, the encouragement is to complete the temple in this context. But what in your life has God delivered you from that has halted at that time the task at hand? Who has God sent along the way to encourage you to get back to doing what God has called you to do? Because here the promise is what's to come is going to be better than what was. That promise stands for you and I. So again, what what is priority? What has God told you to do? Put everything else aside and obey him because your ladder will be greater than that which was before. I pray this has encouraged you as much as it has encouraged me. Please go read the scripture for yourself. It is so good. Don't allow the pressures and the demands of day-to-day keep you from doing what God told you to do. And don't turn away from the encouragement, the help that God sends. As you read 
here in this book, he supplies you with everything you need to complete the task at hand. Opposition will come, but don't allow that to halt the work that God has given you. Be blessed. Until next time, remember to pray big and pray much. If you have found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of being a keeper at home. I am so grateful for you and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.